Talk faithful listeners, thanks for joining us today in Dun-dun. light of November holidays, which we all know is Thanksgiving. We're going to do a special episode about gluttony with our gut-wrenching foods. Oh, the horror of disgusting foods. My poor belly. I know, I'm full. The achy. Of Chipotle. (laughs) And the toilet trips. (laughs) Like in South Park. Yeah. I've sat on so much porcelain, I could be a kiln. Ah! (laughs) Thanksgiving, man. Not my favorite holiday. Nope. I mean, the food stuff's cool, but not how it came about. No, not cool at all. Fucking white people. Yeah. You hear that, ancestors? I'm not okay with the shit you did. Yeah. Assholes. Yeah. You white jabroni bullshit. (laughs) Or wait, no. (laughs) Mine would be, you sticky jabroni bullshit. There it is. There it is. That's it. I'm just going to let my chair squeak to that. Preach. That's what your chair is saying. Preaching. Damn white people. Coffee Coffee. is a delicious food. Some people think it's disgusting. Those people are wrong and haven't had cold (laughs) brew coffee. Oh, cold brew. Yeah, I really like the pumpkin cream cold brew. Ooh, pumpkin. So good. I'm your stereotype white girl. I like myself some pumpkin, but only during fall time. I will drink it all year round. I don't care. It's not special to me if I drink it all year just same with like um, peppermint mocha for Ew. peppermint. <laughs> I like peppermint. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> you don't like peppermint. So you know that meme. I'm gonna make you all the peppermint cookies for Christmas. <laughs> I fucking hate peppermint. Okay, I mean I can have it in small doses, kind of like tomatoes, but mm-hmm. I fucking hate peppermint. You know it's really good for your stomach. It is. It's also really good. Um, it has antibacterial properties. So I'd rub my whole body. Right. It, and it like, I think it helps with your muscles or something too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a great medicinal tool. And it delicious. fucking tastes terrible in my opinion. If you get too much of it. Oh no. Just like in general, <laughs> like I know the difference. And that's the thing is that when people say that something's mint chocolate or mint something, you better specify if that shit is peppermint because I There's do know the difference yeah. between spearmint and peppermint and winter mint is a combination of both. Just so that's everyone knows. I lo- I've always wondered what winter yeah, mint. Yeah. It's a combination mint. of spearmint and love it, which is why I'm not a huge fan of it, oh. but it will be, if there's no more spearmint gum at the store, I will buy winter, winter mint. Cause it's half season. Yeah. Okay. So I made this meme because they have that meme about candy corn, and I love candy corn. And there's that meme that's like, <laughs> what to do with candy corn? Step one, throw it in the trash. And this circulates. The trash that is Mary's mouth. Yes. <laughs> where all the garbage comes out. <laughs> but I love candy corn, and I felt real insulted by this, especially since can- can- candy canes are fucking disgusting. So I made a meme that says how to, what to do with candy canes. And I said, step one, throw it in the trash. Step two, tell everyone you're allergic to peppermint so they stop giving you candy canes during Christmas. I'm going to give you all the candy canes. Do you know they have candy, um, candy corn flavored candy canes? I, I just blew your mind. You did. I can't. <laughs> I wish I would have taken a picture of your who, face. Who did this atrocity? You are getting that for Christmas, my friend. You know they even have like dill pickle flavored. <laughs> I knew they had dill ones and ranch flavored. I wonder if they have like Ew. ketchup and stuff. Ew! <laughs> they have pizza flavor too. Ugh. <laughs> Can't. I just 
You're you know, me out. I like to give candy canes as decorations on the presents. That's all they're good for. Yeah. Don't. And they're cute on Christmas trees and, you know, for decorations, they're cute. They're, they're a symbol of Yule and, like, that whole candy cane stripe is very present in, like, pagan stuff, too, when we decorate for, you know, for Yule and the holiday season. But that's all they're good for is decoration. Like, they're... And they're, they're also, they're honestly weapons too. When you start eating a candy cane, it like slices your tongue. And sometimes you get that like, you know, a, a skiv where uh-huh. you're just like, or a shiv where you're just like, nah, nah, you know. Funny story. When I was doing for my SLC Vixens, mm-hmm. when we were doing a photo shoot, my roommate now, but at the time she wasn't, um, her, cause she was December. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had her death be by candy cane shrapnel. That's so cool. I got candy canes of all sizes and was breaking it up, and then I had it use my special effects skills. I'll have to show you a picture, and then I'll post it for yes. when we put this up. But please post it for our listeners. Yeah, candy cane shrapnel everywhere. It was so fun to do. It sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, so I like got some of the big ones, and I was like, we need to have one really big one too. Yeah, like all sizes, just poking out of her. It was. I think that was the funnest photo shoot I did. So with our theme today of gut-wrenching foods, I want to know, Kira, what is the grossest thing you've ever eaten or what is something that you find really disgusting and inedible? Um, many things. Take it away. Give, give me something. Gross me out. The grossest thing I've eaten. Um... Well, due to dietary restrictions, it's yeah. not as crazy as some people. Right, because we've mentioned on the show that poor Kira is... My body hates me. Tell me the name. Is celiac? Is celiac. That... Celiac. Celiac, yeah. She has celiac It's disease. an autoimmune disease, but right. you also can't eat shit and you don't absorb nutrients. Right. So, basically, your body's in starvation mode all the time. Right. <laughs> and you can't break down stuff that we shouldn't be eating, like, like certain grains, like gluten. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and it also feels like an alien's going to burst out of your stomach, like in Spaceballs. Or Aliens. Or Aliens, or originally. I like how from... I go to no, Spaceballs. No, I, yeah. Because mine will come out singing, like, in Spaceballs, hello, my baby. Hello, <laughs> my, my darling. Hello, my tight, tight dove. So, the grossest thing I think I've eaten is when I was growing up, because I was such a grandpa's kid. Right. right? I was my loved you. I, I can see it. Big head, little body, big chubby cheeks. <laughs> I was. You were a grandparent's dream. I was a bobblehead. You were a grandparent's dream. I was a bobblehead with a triangle fro. That's like a little Pixar character. <laughs> yes. Wearing plaid. I always wore plaid. And, and something she was glittery. A ninja princess. I was a ninja fucking princess, man. Are you listening to this, grandparents? If you need another grandchild, me. <laughs> so, liver and onions. Ew. I once I couldn't finish it. It was horrible, but my grandpa loved it. So I was like, yeah, I'm a grandpa's kid. I'm going to, my grandpa loves it. So I should love it. I took a bite and I was like, yep, nope. There's so much nope on this plate and in my mouth. <laughs> Bray, I, I applaud Awful. you because my mom would try, like my mom would try to like utilize all parts of like the bird or whatever she'd buy. Uh-huh. And she'd try to get me to eat like, you know, the guzzard, gizzards, or fucking whatever is inside the bird and the liver. And I tried it once and I was like, nope. Chicken gizzard. Ugh. Yeah. She, a lot she, of people make gravy out of it. They yeah. boil it into a gravy. Like my mom fried up the liver or whatever. She gave me a little piece and I was like, this tastes like iron. Like it tastes like sucking on like iron outside. I don't like, like it. And how my grandma did it, it was seasoned well. It's just 
The yeah. texture is weird. Yeah. The taste is weird. The seasoning part was good, or else I wouldn't have. I would have thrown it up. I'm pretty sure because yeah. it's just ugh, so much nope in my mouth. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so that I think that's the weirdest. You got me with one. that one. Yeah. And Keep I going. was a kid. As a kid, I loved vegetables. I was the weirdo, but I also became vegetarian and vegan and same down that. So I always ate the vegetables that no kids would. I'm like, hell yeah, I want right? all the vegetables. I loved broccoli. Like, and my mom would always slather broccoli with cheese, and that was my favorite. Oh, like all actual, the like you know, shredded cheddar that uh-huh. like melted. Oh, so mm. good. Go on. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. So that was the weirdest thing. Okay. Or grossest thing, I should say. Um, I found some things that are weird. Cause, Tell me. All right. Have you ever heard of Christmas dinner? Like tinner with a T? T-I-N-N-E-R. So I'm Irish now. So I'm going to Christmas tinner. UK. <laughs> Not necessarily Irish. Okay. So we're going to the UK. Okay. We're in the UK. For Christmas tinner. <laughs> so a video game retailer called Game in the UK sells these around Christmas. Okay. It is a can of a Christmas dinner. <laughs> But what is can it is constitutes? layered? It is okay. seven layers, nine layers, nine layers of an entire Christmas meal. It starts with breakfast, and then it goes throughout, and then all the different layers of sides, main dish, and the very bottom is your dessert. <laughs> Do we have flavors associated? Like, what would Look breakfast flavor be? Look up this picture. They even have vegan and vegetarian options. Now. Okay, <laughs> vegetarian and vegan in a can, hard no. No. Just wait. It looks <laughs> awful. Awful. I already know. If you're if you're making it vegan and you're putting that shit in a can, it's already going to be terrible. <laughs> so they started selling them in 2013. So this, I don't know how long it came about before then, but that's when they started selling it. I don't know if that's when it completely started or what, but it looks, it looks like something in the 70s. You don't just know. No. Yeah. It has like a pop cap on it. <laughs> And like nine layers. Oh my god, it does look exactly how I imagined. Ew. <laughs> I told you this is disgusting. Is that the vegan one? No, it's or just the it's just one? Christmas. Ew. Yeah. Like yeah. this is exactly what I imagined. It's like it's like a you know, and like a rock formation where you can see the sediment of the rock, mm-hmm. only it's like sediment of like gelatinous-sized food. Yeah. And I can see yeah. like gravy and like turkey and you know stuffing mm-hmm. and carrots and like the vegan one looks awful oh, like god. worse than that <laughs> oh god so, okay have you heard of kukles <laughs> what kukles or cuckles i don't know <laughs> they're called cuckles now <laughs> It's cuckles made it's me chuckle. Pickles brined in Kool Aid. Kukles. Like, Kulikles. I don't know how you say it. I don't word. We've done shows about serial killers, but these are the true monsters, these people that are putting this these is fucking our disgusting entrees episode together. Ever. Why? Ever. Like, I It'll knew, be worse I knew than pickles our were going to resurface because that's like our unsung mascot, but like. So this one started in Mississippi. <gasps> the I, South. This. You would think comes from out of Utah. It sounds like something that made its way into Utah. Oh, it's everywhere now. Okay, so this one's from like the 50s or 60s. Yes. Ready for this one? Yes. Ham and bananas and hollandaise sauce. (laughs) Your face. 
Ew! <laughs> Look at the picture. The picture's horrible. This is from an actual cookbook. <sighs> like, so it's been whole bananas wrapped in ham. And then there's usually hollandaise sauce, but you can use other sauces too. So you get the I'm sweet. Barf. No, the I'm salty. gonna barf. Oh my god! You, I'm did gonna, you look at the picture? No, I'm gonna barf because hollandaise, <laughs> bananas, and ham are all sweet. <laughs> well, they're salty. Ham is salty. It's sweet and salty though. It's a sweeter meat. So it's supposed. <laughs> no, seriously. Like I already feel nauseous thinking so about this. You want to know who came up with this concoction? A insane person in a mental institution. Slightly the government. So, yes. Now I know it's wrong. But if they did it to distract the public from the oil forego that was going on. They made a very good distraction because I can't wrap my mind around this. But no one spoke of it. I saw this on a YouTube. <laughs> well, it's coming up on Google. Ham banana holiday. <laughs> I need to just take pictures of your face for every food I'm bringing up. It looks like a sausage fest in a porn house. Yeah, with icky sauce. Oh, my God. Like a creamy gonna, yellow sauce. Like, yes, like he has an STI. Ew. Ew. <laughs> okay, ready for my next one? No, I'm not ready. No, this this one we're going to take it down a notch. Anything in Jello, Utah. They do. And, okay, so looking up all these things, there's so much mayonnaise, so much meat. <laughs> In Jello, these are all parts of the animal, by the way. Like the Jello yeah, is the feet, gelatin is the mayonnaise is the egg, and then there's just the flesh. They even have stuff where it's like in, you do it in like a fish-shaped pan, and then you make it look like a fish, and there's fish inside, and oh you my make God. eyeballs. And like it's just like a casserole of like different like animal parts. So no, it's just like a whole fish, like a whole decorative, like a cake mold. pan fish. Yes. And then it's like, yeah, you. a lot of people would put the eyeballs. This is all from like the 50s, 60s, and ew, 70s. Ew, 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 You put the eyeballs in. And ew. then you, um, like, whatever. A lot of people would use jalapenos for the eyeballs. And then you'd layer however you want with certain vegetables. Yeah. I just hit my mic. Sorry. <laughs> and then the meat. And you, like, you, it literally yeah. says to fold in the meat. How do you fold shit into jello? And why so much mayonnaise? That's fucking gross. There is so many recipes with mayo in everything Jello, <laughs> and none um, of it came from Utah. <laughs> gross. Yeah, that's so gross. Yep. Gross, yeah. gross, gross, gross. Yeah, I guess they were. You know how you'd hear how they joke about everything was casseroles back then. Yeah, it was because it's all fucking in Jello. Well, yeah, and and I was thinking about that as you were talking about it, and it's like part of the reason why United States diet is so fucking disgusting and fatty and carby and just awful is so because, bad for you. Yeah, is it? It's because a lot of our economy started with hard labor, right? Uh-huh. And then you also were poor, so you had to just utilize whatever you had. And, like, a lot of these menus have a lot of, I mean, like, there's meat, so you obviously get your protein from mm-hmm. that and, you know, 
what like your potassium and your iron and whatnot and then from like the jello you're getting a full feeling because that's just water and you're getting some hydration too that is not just water that's concentrated evil right and then you get the sugar and the carbs so like i understand why the food is so dense and disgusting but like the fact that people enjoy it is what gets me you know like well they didn't enjoy it enough to keep it around these days that's fair (laughs) i think that was just like because a lot of them would start with the great depression yeah and then just that's people, a good point it was that era so you still just work with what you could get what yeah that's a good point and whatnot you know one thing i was looking up when i was looking up these t- terrible recipes how to make an apple pie but it doesn't have apples but it tastes exactly like apple pies and this started in the great depression yeah because they got real creative with their yeah, stuff back then you had to yeah. You had to survive somehow and still needed to make things tolerable to eat. So what they would do mm-hmm. is um, in a pie crust, they would, you know, get all the seasonings and stuff that you would put in your apple pie. Right. And instead of dicing apples, they would use f- whole Ritz crackers and you would soak it in with your pie stuff so it absorbs the flavor. That is actually really smart. And then you put the crust over so everything else is like a regular pie, but instead of apples, they use Ritz crackers because that's what they had. Right. And it tastes and looks exactly, exactly like, a, like an apple pie. Because you're matching the texture and you're matching yeah. the taste. and letting it soak, it kind of... And yeah. you have to do whole ones, so it looks... It was surprising. I was like, ooh. So I like this because not only are you utilizing what you have, but you're also using bread, which is a complex carbohydrate, so it's going to make you feel longer and give you more energy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um candy companies did the same thing so like hershey during the 1920s he marketed mr good bar as like a high protein meal because it had peanuts in it (laughs) very smart but it worked people ended up buying chocolate over buying meat um and stuff like that i mean i would also buy chocolate i still buy chocolate over meat to this day have Um, you heard of a turduncan this sounds like a swedish delicacy Mm, south Oh, it's south? It, yeah. It came, okay. What is I it? I can't remember where exactly in the south, and I was lazy and did not write it down. So it's like a meat fest inception. So you have the turkey and then usually other smaller... So it's like a nesting doll of it's, meat? Yes. Yes. Gross. Yeah. And then there's, of course, you know, blood pudding. <laughs> yeah. I know what blood congealed, pudding is, but like it's congealed, congealed blood. Yeah. And like, again, just the iron flavor. UK... We know you're listening to us. We know that you're bloodthirsty, like, people. Stop eating it. We're sitting at the table. Blood pudding. Convince us why it is good. (laughs) We're ready to listen. Okay, and then my last one. Yes. Chocolate-covered pickles. I know. I love chocolate, and I love pickles. I don't, I feel like I don't think I could like both in one. (laughs) I can't. Didn't that just blow your mind? Yes, because I'm trying to think about what the texture would be, and it's like you would get the hard chocolate, but then it would get all mushy down in, like, the vinegary of the pickle. So, I think it depends on what kind of pickle you would use. Ew, what if they're using sweet pickles? No, 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 no. Okay. No, you have to use the dill because you have the sweet with the salty. (gasps) Touche. So, you don't want, like, the zesty dills or the spicy? No, you you have to get the plain. basic dill pickle. Yes. And then dark chocolate, and then you coat it. It's supposed to be really good, but I don't know if I could try that. I wouldn't. That sounds like something that I couldn't. Have you ever had a... Yeah. Have you ever had a chocolate-covered potato chip? 
No. Hello, fat kid. Right? <laughs> I'm like, say. I had to think really hard because that sounds like something that I would like that I probably have tried, but I, to it's, my recollection, It's no. not bad. I mean, but that's a lot of junk food. Right? That is a lot of junk food. <laughs> so again, hello, fat kid. But that one's not bad. I don't know how I would feel about a chocolate-covered pickle. Yeah, I am going to say no on that. <laughs> um, the most exotic thing that I've eaten is frog legs, and they do taste like chicken. Do they? It's it's like, I like a light frogs chicken. Too much. I don't think I could eat frog legs. I went to a, a Chinese buffet and they happened to have them on the buffet table. Like it was here in like West Jordan Ooh. area in Utah, and uh, I just walked into this Chinese buffet that doesn't exist anymore on Redwood Road, and they had they had just opened, so all the food had been, just been prepared, and they put out frog legs, and I was like. Even though I love frogs and I've owned frogs as pets, I really yeah. want to try this because I, everyone tells you that reptiles and amphibians taste like chicken and it Do really did. all of them or just certain ones? Every person I've asked, like my dad ate snake and my dad uh, was a Vietnam vet and when he was in Vietnam, he ate a lot of crazy food. And like mm-hmm. every time he would talk about reptiles and stuff and amphibians, it was chicken. And everybody else I've talked to, like people from Texas who have eaten like rattlesnake and stuff, they say it tastes like chicken. There's There was a hot dog like specialty place in denver when we were there for a ramstein concert like all of us met up at this place and they had rattlesnake hot dogs they had all kinds of weird stuff and, and then veggie dogs one? oh no oh, i had okay. the veggie oh okay <laughs> i'm not a hot dog person i'm not a hot dog person either because hot dogs if nobody knows they're basically the chicken nugget of all the animals so whatever mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't get used out of chicken turkey beef pork, sometimes even sheep, whatever doesn't get used from those animals, from the factories they come from, they then grind up and put into a hot yeah, dog. Yeah, they, it, it's like this gross pink paste, kind of yeah. like what you see with the McDonald's nuggets. Like or their beef on. patties when they, before they pre-cook I, them. I've yeah, not, yeah McDonald's funny. is basically doesn't surprise the same thing. Me. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like just this paste and then they fill it. Yep. <laughs> Hand motion. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> This is how I do it. <laughs> I've eaten crickets before, too. <laughs> so did my mom by accident. They were seasoned and fried, and so all I could taste was the seasoning. Ew. So they were way too were salty. They whole? Yeah. Or ground. I would be afraid getting those gross legs because we all know how I feel about bugs that jump. Yeah. I'm terrified of them. Almost th- more than clowns. <laughs> I think prawn legs are, are worse. Like when you get a prawn, like a for what shrimp, you when you take them off. Sometimes, but some like I'll eat them because they'll fry Ugh. the whole thing in bread. Sometimes, it, those legs are kind of weird to like eat. That yeah, I think that'd be the same as a any insect. Like no, thank you. <sighs> um, the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten, I I can't to recollect. <laughs> no, like if I had to go through all all the shit that I've eaten as a fat kid in my life, I can't tell you the number one thing I've ever eaten. But I can tell you stuff that I consistently don't like. And that is everything a lot. Well, there's, I'm very, so like I, I like a lot of food and I'm a texture eater in that I like a lot of textures and sometimes I will eat food simply for the texture, not because it has a fantastic taste. Oh, I have to go off of taste and then texture. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. I like texture over taste, oh, but taste. I, that would put you in weird territory if I you know. do texture first. I know. <laughs> Your evil face. I know. All these faces you're making. I know. <laughs> Neurodivergency. Um. <laughs> So one texture I can't do is that, like, we were discussing it before we started recording, but, like, pudding and, like, the soupy. Yeah. 
gelatinousy woes. Yes. So like, but it's certain texture because like I love yogurt and I can eat soup and stuff like that. But when something starts to take on the consistency of like mucus or like snot, I can't do it. That's a texture I can't do. So let me ask you. So I was doing a census on at work. Yes. On gross foods that people have eaten. Yeah. So we both were vegan. Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried vegan shrimp? Yes. What were your thoughts on it? I've had vegan shrimp at Vegan Bowl Mm -hmm. in uh, West Jordan. And I also had shrimp at... uh, I think it was Long Live Veg House or whatever. Long Live Veggie House. That place yeah. is good. They, I was both amazed. It, it had the consistency of gluten, but it wasn't gluten and it tasted like shrimp. So, the vegan that I was talking to, that was his most disgusting. Really? Yeah. Wow. I can't remember if I had vegan shrimp or not. I loved when it. When I was vegan. I, started... <laughs> I ate a lot of weird shit when I was vegan. Would you eat a human, Mary? Like, would you take a bite of a human? No, for two reasons. One, I don't like eating mammals. And two, I already know that's going to be way too sweet of a meat for me to, to like. Do you think it would be sweet? I think yes. it would depend on the person. No, I think it would be sweet because humans are red meat and most red meat has a sweet uptake and a sweet flavor. I'm probably disgusting because mine, I'm so pale. I don't think my meat is even red. When I was looking up gross food, I was actually eating a salad. <laughs> I love watching um, Nightmare Kitchen while I'm eating and watch Gordon Ramsay like go through the disgusting rotting food. And I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. It's like I put food in my mouth. That's like like, when I was a kid, I would watch scary movies and eat spaghetti. Yeah. And I hate spaghetti. But, you know, it's the same consistency as some of the stuff you're watching. My parents, yep, they let me watch horror movies all growing up. (laughs) Aliens was the first one I saw. I... That scene is unforgettable when he just, they're eating dinner and then the thing bursts out of his gut. Some days I feel like that. So I want to share some of the foods that's on this um, article that our phantom sent us for the show. (laughs) And in case you guys are not familiar and have not listened, our phantom is the one who makes this sound presentable presentable because otherwise we're just a hot mess of random sounds and noises. And, yeah. And tones. <laughs> so our phantom lives in our tracks and he makes everything sound way better than it ever could. And occasionally he sends pictures of redheads. Because <laughs> he's a redhead. And we all know how I feel about redheads. <laughs> roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw in roadhouse. He threw a roadhouse picture in one he of the did. emails. He and did. I was just like, yes. So on this list, um, and this list is between like the 1950s and the 70s, I'm going to say, um, because oh, all these pictures are fucking we're gonna and old. We're going to have to post those pictures, too, so you guys know. Yeah, we should probably just post the link when we post this. Yeah. yeah. So I'm also going to post the pictures of the Christmas dinner so you guys can see what so we have seen. So fucking gross, dude. It's so gross. Okay. <laughs> so on this list is my favorite. Orange Mellow Yam Yums. <laughs> That sounds like a weird creature. I know. What the fuck is a yam yum? Uh, Look at this picture, though, dude. Look at it. It looks like there's, like, bits, chunks of, like, human flesh in it with orange slices and marshmallows. It's true. It's just yams, And, like, what's an orange mallow? Are there orange marshmallow plants that, like, taste like oranges? Do they look like oranges? Maybe they're Somebody, Somebody, exotic orange mallow plants. They're probably just orange, orange, um... 
flavoring in the marshmallows. You're right. It's just the orange slices. But I got super excited when I saw a word like orange mallow yam yums. <laughs> to explain what an orange mallow yam yum is, it's basically like sweet potato pie or sweet yams. Sweet potato. Sweet potato pie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> potatoes. Orange potatoes with marshmallows. That's what we're eating at Thanksgiving today. No more canned dinner for us. We got the orange mallow yum yums. So Squeaky chair. <laughs> frozen jellied turkey vegetable salad. That sounds But look awful. at the picture. It's a brick of gelatinous peas <laughs> with turkey creamy. puree. Yeah, it's like a creamy So like the inside white. So like the inside of a chicken pot pie, but yes. in a cube. That's what this yeah, is. A frozen cube with a red bow on top. There's also duck in a box. Not duck. to be confused with dick in a box. Mayonnaise, jello, and cranberry sauce candles. See? Those look cute. So in here's a picture. Here's my question. Is that if you can light it on fire and it will keep the fire, what makes you think that it's good to eat? So you stick <laughs> a candle in it and then you, like, you literally stick the candle in it. Oh, so you put and a tea light so, in it. Oh, yeah. well, here I was thinking that someone just stuck a string <laughs> and lit no, it's not a candle wick just in meat <laughs> and mayo. <laughs> no, you stick. I don't know why they did that, but that was a trend because a lot of the jello molds and stuff, you stick a candle into it and light it. So it's like a centerpiece and your dinner. Do you remember? They still sell them now, but do you remember those jelly candles that are like fragrance candles? And you squish them with Yeah, I used to do that as yeah. a kid too. And my mom All used to get so did, angry yeah. at me. That yeah, might be I ruined so many candles. Well, like up. I'm, I'm trying to think why people were so obsessed with jellied food, and I'm like, you know what? It's so people could fucking stick their fingers in it. Like, maybe don't lick it after though, because gross. You'll get mayo on your fingers. <laughs> butter on all the things, like this butterball turkey. And the woman in this picture, like, look how happy she is about her huge butterball turkey. That is a big breastuses on that turkey that's a big turkey it really is and you know back then it probably was a lot cheaper than it is now dude that back turkey was probably day, like two dollars probably i would say probably 10 no it's probably like 10 yeah because yeah, that's, that's big. a big ass turkey but today this turkey would be like 60 bucks yeah like that's how big it is um they also have something called spam birds that's right spurs if you if you <laughs> want to dress up your geez. spam Put some egg in it and roll it on a stick. Mm, sticky Spam. Sticky Pam. St- that's what the people in the sticky sticks eat is, is Pam sticks. Spam birds on our, on our sticks. Birds. So I went looking for really disgusting foods because mm-hmm. I didn't know you were going to have things that were going to gross me out so terribly. You're welcome. Scarred. Now I can't unsee some of this shit. <laughs> so there's a cheese in Mexico that's a delicacy. And the way that it's fermented is by allowing oh. flies to lay maggots in it. And then the maggots kind of eat the cheese. And yeah. that's how it ferments. By the time the maggots hatch into flies, that's when they know it's right. It's, the cheese is ready yeah. to be eaten. It's illegal now. I, yeah. It's, it's not safe. That's not safe because flies are dirty. Well, not only that. They've had a lot of issues because some of the... Not all the maggots die that you <sighs> ingest. So some people... Like pooped out flies, been eaten from the maggots on the inside out. Oh my gosh! Because like, not yeah, all the maggots no. will die that you eat. Yeah, that's so. actually um, that's actually a torture is to have a fly like 
Okay, so back in the in the medieval ages, when Mary's going to get freaky on you. Yeah, they would put a wound and then put insects, specifically maggots, because the idea was to eat you from the inside out. Yeah. So that's a torture. Yep. Why we're eating it as a delicacy, humans are fucked up. People eat some weird stuff. So this one I thought was fucking disgusting. Yes. So it's um, it's called I think it's called bal- balut. Oh, B a l u t. Mm-hmm. It's a, a delicacy in Vietnam. It you're cl- the Philippines. You the were close. Philippines. It's a delicacy yes. in the Philippines, and what it is is it's an incubated duck egg that you then boil and then eat. So you're eating. It's a formed baby it's duck. A duck. It's a duck fetus, like mm-hmm. a formed duck fetus that you're eating. Mm-hmm. And that's. So, allegedly, like, how gross. with the spices and stuff that are cooked, like, when you open it up, the fetus part is gross, but the juices and everything else, and the egg parts that are not formed, you know, the other parts, that are, part of the bird. are supposed to be really delicious. It's just the fetus part that's disgusting. So, they don't eat the fetus? No, you do, but some people, Oh, but the delicacy, the good part is the, the people juices. that more okay. people like about that is not the fetus. It's the, the juice inside and the rest of the yeah. egg that is not... The formed baby right. duck. So I, I can see, like, how that would be a very full meal for someone in, mm-hmm. like, you know, prior to the 20th century. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're getting an egg and you're getting, like, meat and it's, like, a full meal. Yeah, but it's formed. I know. Ugh. And, like, today, why would you ever eat that? In uh, China, they have stinky tofu, which is fermented tofu in a brine of milk, fermented milk vegetables and meat. I've never had stinky tofu, but I have had aged tofu mm-hmm. when I was uh, one of the last times I was in Denver, and it's fucking delicious. Is that? It's so tangy. It's kind of like kimchi, right? Or kombucha, where it's all fermented and it's got the fizz. It's not fizzy. It's just been fermented and aged to a point where it's like rotten. It's more like fermenting like cheese, where they just mm. keep it and ferment it until it gets to a point where it's like still edible, but it's technically rotten. Kind of like the Greenland shark. Yeah. Only it's poisonous, so they bury it. Um. To have the dirt absorb the poison of the green, the Greenland shark. Mm-hmm. And that's how the Vikings started. Yeah. Like, that's how they would do it, but it would also take the toxicity out of it, and it also helped them preserve food because they didn't have how yeah. we can preserve foods today. In, in so they bury it. Yeah. In Scandinavian countries, they still do that. Like, one of the other... De- uh, yeah, delicacies. still do that. Yeah. One of the other delicacies that I found from Finland was... Um, here it is. I can't pronounce this because this is <laughs> Try. way too, like... <laughs> Squeaky chair. Surstroming. Surstroming. You're saying it with a Russian accent. I know. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> so the Baltic Sea herring is caught in the spring just before the spawning. Oh, I know what this one is. Um, in the Baltic Sea, and it's fermented mm-hmm. in brine for six months. Mm-hmm. It continues to ferment in a can, and it's one of the worst smelling foods in the world. Yeah. Um, it's washed down with generous amounts of snops because of the smong, song, because of the smell, it's usually eaten outdoors. You have to get drunk and eat it outdoors. That's how bad it is. Yeah. The fermentation <laughs> is done in a two-part process. The first strong brine draws out the bloods for 20 hours. Then the herrings are beheaded and gutted. Mm-hmm. Then it's placed in weaker brine that ferments the herring using auto... Autolysis at temperatures of 15 to 20 degrees. You didn't make the grade the first brine. You guys are, you're the second you're batch the second of brine. brine. You pussy. Yeah, so brine shrimp, very stinky delicacy. And it's because they are, we're just using methods that were available to mm-hmm. them. Um, there was another one on here. I'm going back to it. But this one was really disgusting and it came from Italy. 
Mm, our Italy people. So, Sucala Sara Sardinia. Um, Molto bella. Yeah. <laughs> so, Calu di Cabredu. Bredudu? Literally means... <laughs> literally means goat kids rent it. So, the baby goat is slaughtered right after drinking milk. Brutal. Aww. The baby is born, gets its first meal, and then you kill it. That's so sad. I know. The milk is fermented and poured back into the abomasum. So the milk that the baby just drank out of the dead baby and then fermented again? And they ferment it in this baby's stomach. Where the fuck are they coming up with these yeah, so crazy they, they slaughter, ways to do it? Yeah, so they slaughter Gross. the lamb. The baby goat is born. It mm-hmm. takes its first meal. They then slaughter Wait, is it a it. lamb or a goat? Maybe they're way different. I know, it's a goat. It's a goat. I'm sorry. <laughs> the baby goat is slaughtered right after its first meal. A screaming goat? <laughs> so they cut open it. They take the milk from the one stomach, and then they take the other stomach and put the milk oh, from the baby. one stomach into the second stomach and let it ferment. After That's a lot of work. I know. After uh, maturation, the stomach is sliced open and the cheese is eaten on bread. It's called Sardina Viagra, and, t- and the taste is described as gasoline <laughs> and ammonia mixed with wax. So Why let me get this straight. That? That's what I'm saying. Why would you kill an innocent goat that's a baby for gasoline? Yeah, and then do all that work with their stomachs to eat something that tastes like gasoline. Why not just eat gasoline? Yeah, why not go? Wouldn't it be cheaper and more like Less humane work. to just go to a gas station or a petrol station and just open your mouth while someone's like, <laughs> beer bong me with gasoline, beer bong me please? Yes. I needed the gas. Open wide. I'm, I I got the hanger in for a goat stomach. I need the gas. Oh my God, that would taste so bad. It burns the mouth, but it goes down easy. Mm, no. I'm a Mario. <laughs> Luigi. You're being very stereotypical. I know. That's why I'm like, I'm just going to give up on trying to be respectful and like slaughtering everything and I just mean, go with the stereotypes. We got to slaughter everything all the time because it's us. It is us. Everyone, it is me. No one is safe. We pick on ourselves. We pick on everybody else. It's an equal opportunity it, of roasting. It is. We love you all so much. We will roast every one of it's you. It's a love language for me. If I'm not being sarcastic it's and catty, I don't care about you and you don't want it's that. It's very true. And listeners, we love you. I do love our listeners. Yeah. Very much so. You guys deal with our shit. Our shenanigans. <laughs> and ask us for more. Mm-hmm. So one of the foods that Utah is known for the most green is... Green jello? Besides green jello. Funeral potatoes. Besides that. Fry sauce. Yes. That's not a food, though. That's a condiment. Can you eat it? Depends. If you're allergic to it, no. If you have Touché. no mouth or if you have to Touché. do a feeding tube. Touche. <laughs> or if you don't have ketchup and mayo. So the reason why I want to bring this up is because... Mary has a fetish for ketchup and po- potatoes. <laughs> What's going on? Potatoes and ketchup go together <laughs> like do. peas and carrots. <laughs> so you're not wrong. You're not wrong, Kara. So Utah is known for fry sauce, and if you ask for fry sauce like I have outside of Utah, they, they don't you like know you're what crazy. you're asking for. Yeah. Um, so what I found is, although sauce com- um, composed of a mixture of equal parts ketchup and mayonnaise appears in a New Orleans cookbook published in 1900, fry sauce was originally popularized in popper. the Popper. <laughs> fry sauce originally <laughs> became popular in the U.S. by a chef named Don Carlos Edwards, who served 
it in the first restaurant, Don's Carlos Barbecue in Salt Lake City, which eventually became the Utah-based restaurant chain Arctic Circle in the 1950s. Really? Yes. I did not know that. So I want to I wanted to bring this up specifically for a couple reasons. The first thing is is that um, I Arctic Circles was a popular place for me and my family to go growing up, so I was always familiar with them and their food. That's because at Halloween they had the square pumpkin. Yeah, the square and pumpkin. You always wanted to get their toys yep. inside. So every so kids my, kids our age will normally go to like uh, McDonald's to get their their Halloween toys, right? No, fuck that. But because we were Utahns and we had Arctic Circle and they had square pumpkins, you went to Arctic Circle for Halloween, got yourself a square pumpkin and a flashlight. Hell yeah! And, and they were all super cool. You know what? I'll take pictures of my square pumpkin and you my. Still have it? I still have them. Holy shit! Yeah. So what's crazy about that is that the square pumpkin box that I have is like a pencil box, and that's I, awesome. I had originally thrown mine out, but seriously, like. Two weeks um, before I found the one I bought at Salvation Army, I had been thinking about that because it was Halloween time. And I'm like, man, I remember I used to have that pencil box. And then me and my friend hit up a Salvation Army and there was there one there for like 50 cents. That's crazy. I know. I was like, the universe wanted me to have it. What if it was the same one? Someone fished it out of the garbage and it went on this big, long journey and then it ended up back to you. I want to believe that, but I'm pretty sure I wrote my name inside the other one. No. So I didn't. No. <laughs> Just but the, no. But the flashlight I have... Is like when they used to spend money on the flashlights instead of ordering yeah, them. They had cool. They had really cool back ones. Then. Now I still shitty. have one that's cool that has like the rubber plastic and not like the thin plastic. It's wow. really cool. I saved that shit since I was six, man. I don't know how I <laughs> held on to that so. Well. I don't know where most of my stuff went. I was really hard on my toys though. <laughs> so in Arctic, at Arctic Circle, I remember being a kid, and there's this big hoo ha that would happen between McDonald's that are in Utah's and Arctic Circle because McDonald's was selling fry sauce and Arctic Circle was threatening them with a lawsuit by saying that they had the patent, which they do. And that's why um, Utah's claim to fame is fry sauce. But what's interesting about that is that um, outside of the United States in the 1920s, um, there was a similar sauce invented by Louis uh, Federico uh, Lalore, which is a... He was a noble, I can't even pronounce this word, a, nor, a normal a laureate and a restaurant patron at a golf club in Mar del Plata, Argentina, during the mid-1920s. So supposedly, this, pat- um, this patron of a golf club invented the sauce with one of his orders. And I point this out because there's a culture in Utah where Utah thinks that they're the original and they're not. They've actually gotten the idea from somewhere else. They're just the ones that go in and make a profit out of it and like patent it. They were just the pushers. Yeah, they're just the money backers. And so I, while fry sauce is very popular and like it's come to the place where now Heinz has recognized fry sauce as a condiment because they put out mayo ketchup or mayo Heinz chup. Heinz puts out. Yeah, Heinz puts out. <laughs> But in 2018, they ran a um, they ran a survey asking people what new flavors of condiments they want. So in April 2018, Heinz announced the release of mayo chup, a mixture of two sauces, because 500 plus users voted yes in a Twitter poll asking Americans <laughs> if they wanted to see it in stores. A number of Twitter users responded that such mixture already existed as fry sauce and fancy sauce. The sauce arrived in U.S. retailer shelves in September 2018. It's like in Step Brothers, exactly. So ketchup and mayo. <laughs> Is a pretty well-known sauce mm-hmm. because it's such a simple thing that anybody can buy those two ingredients and use them. And we've we've seen from good old Wikipedia that it's been around at least until since the beginning of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. And yet Utah comes in because when when Hallians announced in 2018 this was happening, Utah media went wild. 
Oh my god, something that's related to Utah has made national news. Aliens! No. Utah has decided to lay claim to something that isn't truly there, much like the founders of this state. Oh! Not only that, just like white people in general. White people in general. Funeral potatoes is another Utah dish. And the reason why they're called funeral potatoes for anyone... Funeral. Funeral. The reason why they're called funeral potatoes for anybody who is not from Utah is because they're often served at the luncheon. They're always served. They're always served at the luncheon at funerals. They're pretty much like um, au gratin potatoes. Yeah, they're pretty much like au gratin, but they're... Just extra cheese. But extra cheese and prepared a little bit different. But it's one of those recipes that came out of like the Midwest, the casserole. Of course, cheese. Cheese. Heavy cheese. Cheeses! Um, I'm trying to find the information about the pickle pie that I mentioned earlier, but I was floored when I found this shit. Because I knew about the jello, uh-huh. I knew about the fry sauce, I knew about the funeral potatoes. I did not know, and I knew that we had it. We have an obsession with pickles here in Utah. Um, because pickles are good. Yeah, I also for think those who don't like pickles, that's fine. More pickles for me, right? I also think it has to do with the canning thing. How canning is really big in Utah because of food storage. food prepping. Yeah, so like we have a thing with pickles, but I never thought it was to the point where we would be making pies. Have you ever pickles. had pickled peanuts? Like pickled peanuts? Why would you yeah, ever pickle peanuts. a peanut? People pickle everything. There was something. Oh God! Oh God! Now I remember. <laughs> okay. So I was at the store, and you know those cups of fruit that they have that are in the plastic cups by Dole? Uh-huh. Dole made one, and it was like blackberry, chia seeds, and passion fruit. So it's gelatinousy because of the chia seeds. Yes. Which and chia super seeds, good for you. Chia seeds I can kind of do, that, but it depends on how many chia seeds are in it. Because it's so gelatinous. Exactly. That was not the problem. The problem was the blackberry tartness mixed with the passion fruit mixed with the cheese because i think there was pear in it too that's what it was it Mm. was pear chia seed dragon fruit and blackberries Mm, i love dragon fruit so all of those fruits are amazing by themselves i'm not a big blackberry fan i love blackberries it's very tart yeah i like tart stuff wow like all of those alone just tart my heart is tart your heart is tart Start eating tart food and you won't be as tart. No. Because it will help you fart and then your heart won't be so tart. Because, you know, fiber. Because when your heart is congested, it's really just gas. Um, Oh, so I've just been having gas problems. You're constipated. And when you're emotionally constipated, it makes your heart tart. So you got to fart. I need some fiber because I'm emotionally constipated. Can we please make that a shirt? <laughs> I need some fiber. Quick, I need some fiber. I'm, because emotionally, I'm emotionally constipated. constipated. <laughs> so this cup of fruit sounded delicious. I put it in my mouth and it was an immediate nope. Was like, it, what was the tech? Was it the case? So the texture case. Okay, so it was both. It was a twofold, okay. which is why I spit it out so quickly. It's because mm-hmm. I was willing to either. I'm pretty willing to subject myself to discomfort to for the sake of experience or education. Mm-hmm. That's how you learn. Right. Within reason. Yeah. This was not something that I could handle. It's like no the, reason. <laughs> the texture and the flavor was fucking awful. Like, I almost had a meltdown because it was that bad. Like, my brain could wow. not process how bad it was that I, I got so, like, rattled by what I had just experienced by this food. It was, like, gelatinous, which I didn't like. 
And then it was like overly sweet because of all the ingredients. And then it had this last taste of like bitterness, of but the like blackberry. Yeah, but like ashy bitterness of nothing that could ever be good. So the weirdest food in Utah is the pickle pie. I wouldn't say that's the weirdest. It's definitely weird. I'm gonna say it's the weirdest because I was jarred when I found this out. That is definitely weird. So it was invented by the Sunglow family restaurant and motel in Bricknell in the south central portion of the state. It's just what the name suggests. Chopped sweet pickles flavored with cinnamon and allspice and baked into a pie crust. The filling is said to resemble tangy mincemeat. Ew, mincemeat looks disgusting. Mincemeat pie. Sweet pickles with cinnamon and allspice in a pie crust. That description alone makes me want to barf. Why? Like, is there any other consistency in no, that's it. That is it. That, that is a pickle so pie. So dry. It tastes so like, dry. It tastes like a relish sandwich. Like I took hot dog relish and put it on two pieces of bread and ate it. At least like mix, put sour cream in it or something. Oh. I don't know. You gotta like make it, it like an actual feeling, yes. like a custard. Yeah. Ooh. Like I don't necessarily know. I mean, either way, it's gonna be hideous. Ooh. Or Mm-mm. I don't know. <laughs> ranch dressing i don't ew. know ew pickle pie with ranch ew i don't know ew, ew. <laughs> that's what you're getting for christmas <laughs> so kira so mary in thanksgiving when we're chowing down on our food i'm gonna eat spring rolls that i make i want some spring rolls i'll make you some mm, i just have to go to the grocery rolls. store what music are you going to be listening to while you're cooking in the kitchen? Are you ready for this? I'm never ready, but go on. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. We're going to start off with Eat It by Weird Al. <gasps> Half Good done choice. by Weird Al. Two parts Weird Al. I Love Rocky Road by Weird Al. Because <laughs> I love my Weird Al. I love it. Mayonnaise. I said that weird. Going with it. By Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. I'm so glad I didn't choose that one. <laughs> also, in Canada, they dip their french fries in just mayo. It's actually really good. I prefer it over ketchup. I just, I'm not a huge mayo fan. But for our Canadian listeners, because we do know you're out there, we love you. I think that is a very good Canadian cuisine suggestion. So if anyone's curious, I encourage you to try it. Tutti Fruity by Little Richard. <sighs> Bravo! Okay, so now for the you know cannibal part of this. Yes. Mein Tauber Rammstein. Yes. Because you know he ate a penis. He ate a sausage from a man. Yep. Peaches by the presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that was going to be a twofer. But the breakdown in that song is so <laughs> good. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> <laughs> Millions of peaches. Poke my finger down inside. <laughs> Make a little room for a man to hide. Nature's handy in my can or pie. <laughs> peaches come from a can. They were put there by a man in a factory downtown. <laughs> And if I had my little way, I'd, I'd eat peaches every day. <laughs> Some soaking in bowls just in the shade. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I love the presidents. Let's go. <laughs> 
Okay, are you ready for this? I'm ready. So these next two, if I get inebriated, they're my dance on everything songs. Let's do it. Are you ready for this? Yes. Pour Some Sugar on Me <gasps> by Def Leppard. Pour some sugar on me. Yeah. Like the breakdown is perfect where you can do like the hair flip. And then that's sexy. That has sexy party girl all over it. That's me. I'm a sexy. You are a sexy party girl. (laughs) Next one. Ready for this? And I don't understand why. Okay. But this is like my number one dance on table song. Okay. Cherry pie by Warren. I like it. (laughs) That one also. You can do the hair flip. Yes. And like the shoulders and just everything. Yes. Really ridiculous. Ready for my next one? Yes. Chop Suey by System of a Down. Woo! <laughs> Bringing it back to our teenage years. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Good choice. I had a hard time with this song this, I this time. I had a hard time, too. Man, you're killing it. And I was like, Mary's going to win. No, you're killing it. I had such a hard time. I wasn't was even hard. done when I got here. It was so hard. I did this this morning because I had a hard yeah, time. I got three songs before I came over here, and the, then I sat down. The only ones that I came up with no problem were Weird Al. Yeah, the first Weird Al because he sings about everything. Exactly, can't find a song. Go to Weird Al. Yeah. So the next one, Uh she don't use jelly by the Flaming Lips. (laughs) I debated that one. Good choice. Nice thinking. Okay, and my last one. Yep. Peaches and cream by Snoop Dogg. Perfect. (laughs) What's yours, Mary? I like how I want to say that I like how you had a dinner and then ended with dessert. I didn't even think of that. Well, you had the peaches in there, kind of, but that's it's kind of like a side. Maybe yeah. the peaches were for like that's like a savory to meat. Stimulate your appetite. Did you hear what I just said? I said the peaches were for a savory meat. Ah, in the window, but I didn't mean it. Ah. <laughs> so my songs, I only got seven of them. I have "Bells of Cocaine" by Reverend Horton Heat. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Let me tell you She's why. Bringing back the rev. First of all, because a lot of the shit we found came out of the 70s, and a lot of people did drugs in the 70s. Absolutely. Secondly, if you do a lot of cocaine, you don't have much of an appetite. And third of all, the song, Bells of Cocaine, is about a farmer, right? Farmer farms food, Mm -hmm. who ends up getting cocaine and then selling it and becoming a rich man. I mean, that's the way to go. I was working on my farm about 1982, (laughs) pulling up some corn and a little carrot, too, to flow fly in aeroplanes. That's how the song goes. That's a story. Rich Farmer. Mm, farmers. So the next song I have is The Wretched by Nine Inch Nails because we're talking about wretched food. <laughs> That's awesome. Third one is Cannibal Corp or Cannibal Corpse Riot by Blitzkid. Nice. The fourth one is going to be Brain Eaters by The Misfits. Yes. The fifth one's going to be Pork and Beans by Weezer. I almost put Weezer Pork and Beans. Almost. I remember you saying you liked that song. I love that song. American Pie. (laughs) I didn't even think of that one. Bye, Miss American Pie. I think because I don't like that song. You don't like that song? No, it's too overplayed. That's one of the only, like, songs that came out of the late 60s, 70s that I actually like. Um, And then, of course, Madonna did a cover of it. In the late 90s, mm-hmm. when Austin Powers' Spy Who Shagged Me came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So I actually like I that like song. I like gold. I like gold. And that is by uh, Don McLean, which I didn't write down. There's only two things I can't stand. <laughs> people being tolerant against other people's cultures and the Dutch. And <laughs> the Dutch. Oh, Connie's Austin Powers. Small hands. <laughs> 
And I miss those movies. I haven't seen them they were in so, so good. long. And then uh, Peaches by President of the United States was my last one. Of course. And we already did a duet of that for you. <laughs> it's just so good and so easy. Speaking of duets, mm-hmm. who are we going to sing about for our Silver Fox? Mm-hmm. Mads Mickelson. Hannibal Lecter. The TV series. He's also in Twin Peaks. He is. He is very Scandinavian. He is Danish. Danish. I like that he's Danish. Mm-hmm. My great-grandfather on my dad's side came from Denmark. Um, I don't know any Danish, though, because unfortunately great-grandpa didn't teach anyone Danish. <laughs> he was like, nope. <laughs> he looks, I mean, his his name is pretty giving to where the part of the world he's from. Mm-hmm. But um, he, he looks he looks Scandinavian to me because he's got the lighter hair. He's got the square jawline. He's got the pale skin. The light eyes. The, the light eyes. He's a very attractive man. He plays a very good Hannibal Lecter, too. I haven't seen the TV series, so... It's so good. Tell me about, like, the chemistry that he makes on the show, like, as Hannibal. Beautiful. (laughs) Chef kiss. Chef kisses. Chef kisses. With both hands. His birthday is around Thanksgiving. His birthday is November 22nd. Again. Divine intervention. Divine intervention. We didn't know. We sat here for... Like 20, 30 minutes trying to figure out which person. I'm going to give an honorable mention to Mr. Gordon Ramsay just because I love him so much. Yeah. We did consider him. Mr. Mads Mickelson. He was also in Rogue One. Um, mm-hmm. He played Galen Erso in Rogue One. So he was one of the um, nemesises. He was one of the officers of the nemesis. He, that was a good movie. He plays such a great bad guy. He does. He has He's the suave and debonair. He does. And he also has like the retching. The retching. The. <laughs> wretched foods he has the wretched he has the wretchening he can make eating a wretched food so sexy (laughs) you know he probably could (laughs) he has a nice resting bitch face which makes him look like that's why i love him yeah which makes him a good villainous type of person Mm -hmm. because like you can be afraid of him but you're also allured by him you know he's very alluring you know we also would be great villains we have resting bitch face we do and cackles (laughs) <laughs> i want some minions if you'd like to be my minion please apply at any of our socials he also played casey Elias in dr strange dr strange that's right i forgot about that i like how i sang and halfway through i was like oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah and yeah. he um he got worldwide recognition for playing the main antagonist lee chaffre in 21st century film, in the 21st James Bond film, 21st century. Oh, I love that. I forgot about that, too. I haven't seen that in forever. So, Casino, Casino Royale, 2006, mm-hmm. the James Bond movie, that's kind of where he got recognition. I liked him because I'm not a Daniel Craig fan, but mm. I love... I'll, obviously, I'm double O-ho in my Instagram right. and stuff. So you and that's James my gamer Bond. tag for everything. I love James Bond. I was very upset with Daniel Craig, but I love... I think between the two, um, Mads is definitely the looker as opposed to mm-hmm. Daniel Craig. For yeah, sure. Daniel Craig looks British for sure. He does. He's not a bad looking guy, but I like Mads. Um, mm-hmm. I like how he has a like a more narrow no- nose on a broader face. That's kind of what I like. Square jaw. Yeah, but we know I'm very particular about. Did you faces. say particular? Particular. I'm very particular about the way my <laughs> men look. What are you going to eat on Thanksgiving this year, Mary? Probably eggnog, 
because I love eggnog. <laughs> that's drinking. That's if you eat Have it, you ever it is drank spoiled. <laughs> if you drink enough I'm eggnog, drunk. it becomes a meal. Trust me. <laughs> or, or you can thicken it up, and it can be pudding. I'll thicken it up with our silver fox. Oh! oh. Run, Mads! Will you have a chance? Stir my eggnog, Mads. Because Mary is putting out her mating call. She's creaming. Her eggnog's creamy. Cream of Mary. <laughs> okay, we're making a shirt. Cream Please of let Mary. it be a Campbell's can. Please. Please put it on a Campbell's label. Cam- Are you listening, Mary. Zach? I know you can whiz this up. Put this shit on a Campbell's can that says Cream of Mary. And then when I get hit, and then I can print it on business cards. And when I'm attracted to a man, I'd be like, hey, you interested? Oh God, that's, genius. Ah! that's genius. Why don't we have business cards? So, Mr. Nicholson, Mr. Mads, you're a very attractive Scandinavian man. We love you. We love you. We're glad that we pick somebody whose birthday falls in line with Thanksgiving because we are thankful and giving said thanks mm-hmm. that you're our silver fox for the week. You handsome Hannibal, you. You handsome can- cannibal Hannibal. You can eat me. Ooh. <laughs> so, Mary. Yes, Kara. Where can they find us? Our listeners can find us at 801-HORR-0-CCULT on Twitter Instagram or Facebook and if they are so bold as to email us they may do so <laughs> at 801horrorcultvixvix at gmail.com so make sure you follow us make sure you interact with us and make sure you keep listening to us and spread us like the plague like the COVID <laughs> so next week Kira yes, what are we going to entertain our listeners with we're doing another outtakes episode! Our second outtakes. Oh, you guys can't handle it. I don't even know what's going to be on that. I don't know either. It's I, a surprise fit because of the Phantom. Because of the Phantom. He's going he's gonna to smash together some fantastic outtakes, our Phantom. We, we have a whole bunch more episodes than when we did our first outtakes on. So our last outtakes, we didn't air until September. So we have a almost two months full of shenanigans to share with you in one fantastic outtake show mm-hmm. and we're doing this specifically because it's holiday weekend and we want you to laugh while you're trying to survive your family yeah. so you're welcome listeners so just, and if you want to torture your family members just Play blast our podcast